And welcome back to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears. Again, please look us up on your favorite iPod or smartphone or wherever you listen to podcasts if you're driving around. Go ahead and search Wings, Beers, and Tears. Find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, all of your favorite mediums. We would appreciate a nice little uh, feedback and comment, even if it's you guys suck. We would love that because it would at least make us laugh. At least make a comment about what garnet is, what color that. <laughs> That's right. So at least we know you actually listened to the entire first second. And when the PGA, PGA tournament is scheduled for. I actually don't know what color Garrett is. but <laughs> So we uh, we wrapped up our Caps talk a little bit, but let's transition to how our squad, because you know because there are, are very few mysteries at this point, we, we see how we line up with the rest of the uh, – uh, Eastern Conference, the rest of the Metropolitan Division, and then, you know, as it stands league-wide. So even though we didn't make any big splashes on free agency day as we, as we thought we wouldn't, quite a few teams did, especially those in our division. So some inflated contracts right off the bat, starting, you know, in the East. Uh, so Columbus, the, the, the big sought-after free agent, Panarin, uh, had a wonderful year last year, was just absolutely lights out in the playoffs in their, in their huge uh, upset win over Tampa. As you know, reported, he was going to head somewhere in the east, and he went to the uh, the, the blue the shirts, Rags, the Rangers, and he's making what eleven five, eleven seven, just over twelve. But, I, you, you might you know, be right. Rumor it, was he was going to push fourteen, so they almost got a little bit of a discount there. A little bit of a discount, but as we talked about in part one, the, the percentage that that holds right. against the cap is just astronomical. Now the Rangers do have quite a bit of young talent on the team, but as Jerry talked about. Maybe they overvalue their young talent, and he's one guy. And even if he goes and puts up forty-five, does that make them a playoff team? What What confuses me a little bit about the Rangers is that they were in complete rebuild mode, and then they transitioned to be very aggressive. And it just felt like they're a New York team, a big market team, and they wanted to make a splash. Right. And that's what it felt like to me. Instead of uh, maybe a more measured, uh, objectively reasonable move. Well, because the cap is where it is, nobody can go and do a, a stupid NBA max deal and, and lure a guy like Durant. So even though you know Panarin's making a shit ton of money, it's not uh, exorbitant compared to the rest of the cap. So you can rebuild fairly quickly in this league. Right. You know? I mean, it might be a good signing, and it might be perfectly according to their plan. It just seemed like they switched pretty fast from, you know, I thought they were going through a complete rebuild. No, I agree. You know, I, I think where it where I was going to hurt him in the end is lack of flexibility once Lundqvist falls apart, retires, whatever you want to call it, because I don't know where they're going to get money for a goalie with with what else they've got out there. That's the only thing that would concern me. If I'm so it's, it's funny you brought up Lundqvist because he's been one of my favorite non-caps for so long. Awesome. Guy's just a freaking monster. He's a rock star. 38 now? I think like so. And he's playing like he's 28. Dude, when Cinderella, you know, when it strikes midnight, they're fucked back there. They, they, they have two more. He has got two more years on his contract, so it's not like he's going anywhere soon. But you're right. Yeah, but what I if guess, his game falls what apart? If, you're right. I mean, he, I guess it's like a running back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, once they hit a certain point, it falls off quickly. True, true. And he's not as been as dominant as he has been. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, three years ago when you were like, oh, shit, <laughs> how are we going to get a goal past this guy? Right. They, he doesn't seem to be as dominant. So, you're right. That's also what's been in front of him. Just hasn't, you know, he's the type that if, if you're going to give up 25 shots a game, He's only given up one most nights, and that's you know th- that's great. But when you have forty shots, you know what's he going to do? So. Mm-hmm. so Panarin's obviously going to make a big difference for them. Kako, that guy's a beast. Uh, uh, he's, 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 he's a Jacob, difference maker. Jacob Truba, whoever that guy is. Yeah. yeah. He's, he got, he's. So so arguably the Rangers get better. 
uh, Pittsburgh probably got worse. Oh, um, Phil Kessel, RIP, brother. Now, in my opinion, they still scare the living shit out of me because they're Pittsburgh. Was that rest in Phoenix or was that? <laughs> yes, it was. That's correct. Um, and uh, as long as you've got Crosby and Malkin uh, and Murray back there, I, they're going to be relevant. They're going to be good. And Murray, th- I'm no. telling you, this is the year that that <laughs> that uh, you know Caps and uh, Pens find each other in the first round somehow. You're, I, you're right, though. That, that, it's classic. That's it really a, is. Yeah, you can call it right now because I think the Penguins are going to uh, barely make it to the playoffs, and it's going to be a couple Sidney Crosby crying, faking injuries, faking penalties to get him there. But, <laughs> I mean, just the, I, I want him. I want them to struggle to see him cry so much. It brings me so much joy. <laughs> and Malkin is a, is a cluster F right now. I mean, I think something's going on with him because – um, he's a skilled player, but he does some dumb shit, and he likes to seem. When did he turn into a fighter and an enforcer? Because now he's like taking cheap shots. And but no, he, you're right. And George he, said it. He gets into his own head. I mean, that Subway Series game against Philly, he almost single handedly fucked that game up for them. Yeah, I mean, he's losing his temper. He sort of loses his temper. He yeah. only played like 68 games, and I wonder if his body is just sort of breaking down on him. Whereas, uh, you know, too many vodka cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably warms up with a cigarette in his mouth, like all those guys from Russia. But um, it just seems to me that an injury that would normally take a game or two now takes ten. You know, uh, you can't shake it off as much, and he is not the same player he was. Crosby is always going to be Crosby. He's always going to be very skillful, amazing. But, I think I think he's still got like five good years where he can just put a team on his back if he really wants to. He's that, but good. not go to years. not go to the level, not go to the to the heights. Well, no, I mean, you do have to have the goal scorers. You've got to have the 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 the, the fast wingers around you. Rutherford has been a disaster the last couple of years, and he's still a disaster. And you know, Pittsburgh now they're paying. The, the price for all those big contracts they had yep. when, when I used to say they know how to do it. They know their window is there and they're going for it every year until it stops and then it's going to completely fall apart. We are seeing the fall apart part. We are, but to their credit, they got three cups out of it. Oh, oh absolutely. It was worth it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, believe me, everybody from Pittsburgh tells me. So, you know, <laughs> so I know how many cups they have, but now the decline is starting and I'm going to cherish every fucking minute of it. And I'm with you. I'm I mean, you. I, I hope they fall apart. I hope they're terrible. And and I agree with you. I still I think, don't want to play in the playoffs. No, me neither. Me neither. But I agree with yeah, you. I think, I think Rutherford's, make it. Rutherford's a disaster. Um, and so Chicago went down a similar road, right? Absolutely. Um, but I think they're on the rebound much quicker. And I think Stan Bowman's doing a pretty decent job out there. But Kessel, I don't think Rutherford's I mean, Kessel that had like 28 goals. I mean, the cat was fat and awesome, right? <laughs> but he had like 28. I mean, he could score. He can. Where are they going to get that from? Where are they going to get that back from? They 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 signed Tan off, but he's not an offensive juggernaut. No, no. I think I think they're I think they're going to play a lot of those ugly Pittsburgh games. They're going to bank on the 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 shootout games in the regular season. They're going to find their way in, getting points since you getting overtime points. So, so that, here, this leads me to a good point. So we're talking about free agency and you're building your roster we'll see about that, but, and everything. And there, you know, the goal as a GM is is to take the platform of eighty two games and position your team the best it can to get into the second season, get into the postseason, and be relevant. Well, there's so many different ways to do that, and when you get to the postseason, all bets are off because an Islanders team that couldn't score a goal swept Pittsburgh last year. Absolutely, St. Louis was dead point. last in January, and they won the whole fucking thing. So, Jeremy, tell me why Pittsburgh will suck. 
Because we want them to. <laughs> well, now tell me really why Pittsburgh will suck, and if they're not going to, tell me why they won't suck. Because well, you're going to break yeah. my heart. <laughs> Lack of depth, but I, I think you know. Just to, I don't know if Todd was finished, but I'm going to interrupt him anyway. Um, you know, to they'll just do the counterattack thing. They'll 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 pack it in, half trap, whatever you want to call it. Chip pucks out. You know, Crosby and Malkin only need two or three chances a game to get two or three goals. But that's, that's not them. That suck. When you play Pittsburgh, you're playing like 40 minutes of hell type. I mean, it's like not anymore. They don't. They, they're not built that I way. I mean, anymore. they were so always so fast, and I mean, they could score transition no, so fast. They will do that, but it'll be much more muted than it was, you know, 10 years ago when they were kicking our asses every single year in the playoffs. Um, and I, I just think that you know that Crosby can play any style of game. That's what killed. He is. He's just you know. I hate the damn guy, but he's one of the best players. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. Well, if he time. sucked, I wouldn't hate him. I wouldn't no, care he's, about he's, it. Exactly. It's like, like Duke, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. They're relevant, but, and they're good, and that's why you, yeah. you know, it breaks your heart when they, when they break yours. Um, and uh, I have a feeling that Caps and Pens are both going to find their way into the playoffs. Their rosters are good enough. Their stars are good enough. They're going to get there. Who else in the Metro makes it? Carolina and Jersey. Tell me about Carolina. Jeremy. Well, I mean, we saw what they did last year. Um, I don't think they lost much. They kept Ajo, and you know we talked about in the first segment the little strange uh, you know offer sheet. I don't know if we've seen one since Montreal. Shea Weber, what a bunch know. of dumbasses! What a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> well, it was just it was the weakest. Why would you do that? I'm actually surprised that Ajo even signed it because he probably got one and a half, two less than he could have on the open market. Not that he could have been on the open market, but they they did Carolina's work for him and saved them money. Yeah, but the term what, is shorter, what the hell? right? It's five years, though. I mean, it's, it's it's not the seven or eight that he could have gotten, sure, but I think it is five years. Yeah, I think it's five. Um, and it's all front-loaded bonus whatever, you know. But that um, doesn't matter as far as the, no, no, the, the way the cap structure is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that surprised me. No, but they're they're going to be good. I think they're, they have a great system in place, you know, good coaching. And, you know, I – they 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 scare me a little bit because I still don't know how he lost to him last season and they got they got better. They're not going to sneak up on anybody. No, they're not. And they caught lightning in a bottle a little bit last year. They just rode that wave. They were like the you know they were the the, the team that everybody wanted to hate. You know the old good Canadian boys, the Don Cherries, absolutely hated them. You yeah. know, and I think they reveled in that role. And like jerks. and and like Jerry said, they're not going to sneak up on anyone in that regard. But they're definitely good. They're very solid, but they don't actually scare me. No, you know, but they're good. Jersey scares the New shit. Jersey, out of New Jersey's, uh, f- they're sneaky, scary. Oh, right. dude, they got they got so much. Speed Taylor up front. Hall, Taylor Hall's coming back, dude. Their top six can fucking fly. Um, they're going to be a nuisance. Um, but again, they're one of those teams in the regular season. I think they're going to scare me more in a playoff series. I actually like how our roster is built compared to them. I think yeah, in a playoff series when everything gets tighter, sure. I think Gudis. Garrett Hathaway. <laughs> Garrett Hathaway. G. Uh, G. Wilson. Ovi. I mean, those guys are just going to punish the shit out of those little speedy wingers. But they got Subban and Wayne Simmons. Man, those are agitating sons of bitches. I mean, they're be physical. They got Taylor Hall who can fly. And uh, my man Jack Hughes is always already in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> according to all the media. Good old Merkin boy. Merka. Uh, I like Hughes, but um, and he's, he's going to be impactful up front, but he's not big. No. Again, in, in, in as a rookie in a playoff series, it's a little like when we played Toronto a couple of years ago. They scared the crap out of you on paper, but you were like, "We're not losing the series to yeah. these guys," you know. And and I I almost like that matchup better in a playoff setting than I do in the regular season. I mean, they're setting themselves up, to, you know, two or three years down the road to be to be dangerous now. But you know what? They could they could be like Carolina was last year. You know, if, if we end up playing them in the first round, 
they could bite us. I mean, they're, they're, they've got the talent. I just, I'm not scared of them yet, kind of to Todd's point. So, yeah. So, um, another contract that absolutely burst the, uh, <laughs> the, the bubble down the road as it relates to our caps was, uh, uh, our boy Bob, the Bob, Mr. Bobrovsky Bob. going to Florida. That son of a bitch is making $10 million a year as a goalie. Bye-bye, Braden. Holy crap. Yeah, well, I, I think the thing with Braden and his, his contract is it's going to be, there's going to be a number. Caps are going to put it out there. It's going to be up to him. They, you know, they can offer him about seven, seven and a half and keep him the same percentage of the cap that he's got now. And that's, it's going to be a good deal, but it's going to be 25% less than he can get somewhere else. We'll I was going to say, He's a good old Western Canadian boy. And, I mean, somebody like Edmonton or Calgary. I think Calgary's going to be looking yep. hard at him. And they, 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 both of those teams have had goalie troubles in the past. They're starting to build that youth movement. If they go, hey, guys, we're going to get a Stanley Cup winning goalie. He's a hometown boy, and they're going to throw eight and a half, nine. And the Caps just can't afford that under Absolutely. the cap. You know? And, and if somebody floats 10 out there to him, a la Bob, I, I love you, Braden. I, I thank you for all your service, but absolutely not. I, I cannot conscionably spend $10 million on a goalie. I'm sorry. If the uh, if the cap season does not go well, and I'd be shocked if it doesn't, but if it doesn't, you could, I bet he's a trade candidate at the deadline. I mean, if, if something's happening and it's not flowing and you're – I actually had that trader thought myself. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're making that playoff run, but you're like at the last playoff and you're you know you're not very good. I think that he's a trade candidate because you can. I mean, he's in his prime. Somebody will definitely want him and pay a premium price. Oh for yeah, because now they get the rights to you know. Yep, they have that eighth year also exactly absolutely. Yep. Um, I mean, I think I don't. You only see that if there's a rash of injuries and the Caps are you know fighting for eighth. But, I know. Uh, uh, maybe I'm optimistic, but I think the Caps are going to be one of the top three uh, or four teams in the league yeah, next year. I, I could see one seed again. I could too. I could too. Oh, Tampa's going to be great, though. You get <clears throat> at least I mean, in the regular they, season. They've got to be the favorites going in. Right? Oh yeah, I should say division winner as opposed to one season. But two. those those games are going to be like massive because you know they those teams don't like each other, and there was some genuine animosity at the end of the year when they were playing Tampa. It was oh, like yeah. playoff setting. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Love it. It's like it's almost like a Pittsburgh feel, you know, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and I think the Caps kind of showed the league that they weren't that 128 point or whatever they got point team. And well, <laughs> Columbus, Columbus sure shit yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Um, Caps couldn't beat Carolina. By the way, yeah, our, I think our very first podcast, we were sitting here, we're like, "Oh, there it is, Tampa's up three nothing." the first ten minutes, I was like, "This is over." I have to listen back quit. to see how just god awful our predictions. Holly were. told me she was listening to uh, uh, the podcast when the Caps lost Game Six, and we were so pumped about Game Seven, and she just <laughs> felt so bad for us. <laughs> she was listening. Is that the only reason she felt bad for? Uh, we had all that. She sees me my shirt off. I feel bad for every night. But I'm sorry, honey. I'll get, try to get better. We had that naivety, that optimism. Like, yeah, we can really do it. Uh, well, I mean, Jeremy and I was Caps going to win a four or five. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we'll let him go to six if we. Yeah. Gosh. Unfor- yeah. Unfortunately, I called seven and it went kind of how I thought it might. Uh, I'm not yeah. very smart if you haven't figured that out. <laughs> So let's talk real quick about, because we're going to save our Redskins talk for, for uh, episode 10, because um, hopefully we'll have some more tidbits as they move into uh, closer to training camp. Um, but our other local uh, team that plays at Cap One Arena, let's talk about the, uh, the, mighty, the mighty Wizards. Oh, the They're worse than the Redskins. <laughs> they are so... How can Ted Leonsis run the Capitals so professionally and consistently? And then the Wizards, who he... From insiders say that he loves basketball and the Wizards franchise more. That's why he bought the Caps to get in on the Wizards. Right. Oh my God, they're a joke. They're just god awful. Do they even have a GM yet? 
I have. I've been on Shepherd's, vacation. Basically, everybody is saying Tommy Shepard is doing everything that every other GM is doing. He just doesn't have the title yet. Yes, so absolutely. That's fucking bizarre to me, but yeah, you know, wh- whatever. That's what they are right now. I well, guess. Well, apparently his draft pick was overrated, and uh, they did make a second round pick, which is unusual for them. Um, so at least they're staying the course. But their off season signing—I mean, they are completely irrelevant. Well, irrelevant. He- he had to basically clean house. You know, it's like you walk into a frat house and you're the cleaning guy and they give you like half a bottle of Lysol and a broom and they're like, figure it out. And you're like, well, this is literally going to be shoveling shit. And that's what Shepard's doing right yeah. now. You know, and he, I'll give him credit, unloaded Dwight Howard. Good move, yeah. Yeah. Um, he has signed, because they just don't have much money to work with, but he has been able to sign legitimate NBA players to put on the roster as opposed to, uh, I, I was thinking they were going to be like a D-League team as far as their roster. But who have they signed that's any good anymore? I mean, they got some names. Isaiah Thomas, I get it. Didn't he? I thought he died like two years ago. If he and Ish Smith are relatively healthy. Yeah, that's for sure. If he and Ish Smith are, are healthy. Maybe that's the other Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> they're, they're not terrible at point guard, but I think those two, you, you, you took a big gamble, but you couldn't sign Sadoransky because he would have been a, a way better uh, fit in terms of, of bridging to when Wall comes back. Um, yeah. But you said it earlier. I mean, if he's cleaned house and done a decent job <clears throat> and they can field a team that wins 25 to 28 games, yeah, that's awful. I get it. But so what? Get rid of Bradley Beal now. Get rid of him now. Exactly. Dude, Trade him away. Yeah. Open up cap space. Get room. Please do something. Get assets. Get players. I mean, yeah, they, they might have waited too long on that one already. You know, know what? It may have sailed them by already. Yeah, well, right. it's too late now, but that Paul George deal for Bradley Beal, that sounded pretty good if you're the Wizards. Yeah. I hope they at least had the conversations about it because it's like they're 75% ready to tank and embrace the tank. Right. But they can't let this one guy go. I don't know why. I don't know why either, but I heard a, a Wizards insider on the radio the other day, and he actually said something very interesting. He said... Brooks is still a legit NBA coach in his opinion. You know, my opinion means shit. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he seems okay. I don't Whatever. Yeah, I think so. I like him. Yeah. But he might be the kind of coach that can coax a really shitty lineup into winning 33, 34, 35 games. That might get you into the playoffs. The East is so unbelievably bad that if he goes, I have one legitimate superstar and you gave me 10 decent NBA players, he might be able to get them to play games in the 80s and 90s and win 34, 35 games. I don't know. I mean, again, the league is so weird. Uh, I don't watch many games because they're just not very uh, scintillating, in my opinion. Um, so maybe... You're being polite, but yes. <laughs> so maybe it's there, you know, a, a real low-level playoff spot is there for a franchise like this that could use the home playoff games. I don't know. I just think they're in such a tough tough spot because of, of Wall's deal. And so, I mean, you almost... When you've got that player, unless you can figure out what to move him to, you basically can't tank. It's just not – it doesn't do you any good because right. you've already got these you know, max deals or close to max deals. So your only choice is to just try to make the team better and not – you know because a tank just isn't – I mean, what are, you, are you really going to tank with Wall? I mean, I know that's not this season, but you've got to look past just this season. I think that's one of the reasons why they didn't deal Beal. Well, they got – they got the the Mahimi contract that's is a, what kills them. One, is I this mean, the last year or two million? I think years? it's the last year. Yeah, that's just, that's sixteen that's, million for, uh, for me. Awful. <laughs> I mean, if you like, I'm amazed. I will watch. I'll watch ESPN, and there's so and so. Avery Bradley signs for two years for ten million. 
Avery freaking Bradley. I right. think I could D him up. And I have no Achilles tendons. <laughs> Hey, and neither that, does Wall. <laughs> that guy's that making five million bucks a year to <laughs> like play four minutes a game. That's yeah. the best job in the world. That it really is, it really is. Well, I think we've exhausted our NBA talk. Um, so I think we're going to send it to uh, to part three, where we're going to get into uh, the women's World Cup, a little Gold Cup talk, and some shit that's re- definitely not in her wheelhouse. So uh, I think the uh, I think the analysis is going to be right on point in part oh, that's three. That's going to be great. What are they going to the bikini pictures? <laughs> Can't wait. Can't I wait. know they're not they're not uh, whatever Jesus Christ. All right, we will see you. I'm going to offend three. some people in part 3. I can tell you that. Outstanding. See you guys in part 3.